0: Welcome, 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 welcome back to the second episode of my podcast. Um, yeah, this episode is gonna be a preview. Oh no, a review. Sorry, a, a review of the Liverpool vs Chelsea game. Um, yesterday, Sunday. Today's Monday. Um, and yeah, we're gonna go through it. It's going to be a bit of a messy podcast because I'm just gonna go through my notes. That I've made about the game, so it's, it's just gonna be going through bullet points. So it might be messy in terms of like the order of how the game went, although I think it should be in some kind of order. Um, but um, yeah, it's not gonna be in absolute order. So bear with me on that one. Um, <clears throat> yeah, I'm just going go through the bullet points. Um, about f- one, three, four pages worth. Um, I rewatched the first half. Um, so yeah, I've got a bit of perspective on that one as well, hindsight I guess on the analysis, um, so yeah, we're just going to go through it, um, it's going to be a bit messy, but yeah, just bear with me, um, but yeah, so let's get through it, I think in the game, it was very, very interesting to see, there were a few tweaks, I think the first week was that Klopp didn't invert Trent from the first phase, so as soon as we get the ball from the goalkeeper, Trent was not running into the center he stayed in his deep wide fullback position um and it was basically McAllister as that single pivot with Gatpo dropping in to help out and I think so Bozla as well was dropping in but he was more so in the half spaces high up in half spaces but he did drop in so it was more like a two floating eights coming in and, and helping out with build up when necessary um rather than a double pivot of Trent and and McAllister, so that was interesting. I think maybe that was Klopp trying to see how how Chelsea would line up because I think it was a bit of an unknown. I think Klopp even said that he expected it to be um, five at the back. I've no, I think he said that he expected it to be four three three. So I don't know. Maybe he thought okay, let's just keep it there for a while. Um, so yeah, that's what happened. That was quite interesting to see. And to be fair, Liverpool looked quite fine in build-up. You know, I think the reason why I, especially me as well, like I wanted, I um had issues or have or I have issues with our build-up is because usually we're underloaded, and usually the distances between our players in build-up is gigantic. Um, so <clears throat> that was cool to see that we were able to use a double pivot and really manage our spacing and distances to make sure that we we're able to you know. Progressable up the pitch, um, and yeah, and so obviously with Trent in his normal deep fullback position, he we, we were I think we saw a return to 2019, 20 2018 19 of those wide triangles, um, the six McAllister before it was Fabinho, and then it was Trent McAllister Salah suppose like that kind of like that kind of box diamond. Ish connection, I think we really use that well, and I think we even used that for the goal. Um, um, it was really good to see um how easy it was to get out of Chelsea's press using the wide triangles. Um, so that was that. That's the first two things that I think um I noticed, and and, and also as well we like a thing that kind of gets missed with Liverpool now is that like okay it doesn't because that's all we're good at, but we are really good in we are really good in transition like we are really 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 quick I think those um training exercises that we do those 3v3s it, 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 yeah we're doing it right because yeah in transition I saw a, a few moments where it was like like that it was really really good so that's a positive you know we're really going to we're we're quick in transition so you know I expect us to be one of the high scoring teams in transitions as usual anyways. So it's good to see that, you know, we still have that that basis. <clears throat> so yeah, it was kinda like a a four two four, three two five, three one six at times. Um it was like a fluid. Um but I think, um, yeah, and that was on the ball. Um, off the ball it was a four three three. Um narrow Christmas tree press that we've seen in the recent past years. I think um we were really good in setting those traps. Um especially Gallagher 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 sorry although I think I do think actually that he was the man of the match but I think in the first first half especially Jota was really 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 good at maintaining his 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 um cover shadow but also as well whenever the ball got through to Gallagher he chased him from behind I think even Lingers um Pep Lingers said as well that um he doesn't want us to just just to press. He wants us to chase teams as well. To chase teams as well. So that was really good to see. That Jota was um, yeah. He off the ball. He was really good um, on the ball. However, a different question to be asked. Um, but yeah, I think we really really did well in the first thirty five minutes in trying like mitigate their build up. I think Jota <clears throat> was really good in um, marking Gallagher game. I think McAllister was really good in making sure that he. He um he timed his 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 jumps to Gallagher perfectly. I think uh Gakpo as well. I think as well. Yeah, I think during built up in that build up phase. I think we really did. we we pressed them well. Um, we we were waiting. It was like really good. It was really patient. It was really um together. There wasn't anyone not pressing. It was yeah. So I think that was a really good thing. So I'll just move on. I feel like I'm waffling right now. Um, but yeah. But, yeah, now, even look at my notes, that was the first three bullet points, and I'm on the next few, and they're just negatives. So, yeah, I'm sorry, guys, but, yeah. So, I think, um, again, one of the things that I think I tweeted about last season was that a big thing for this season is that Liverpool have to show that they can understand game states. So, understand different game states. So, what is game state? A game state is the state the game is in. So, for example, if it's 1-1, that might require a different um way of doing things than if the game was than if you were one nil down for example when you're one nil down you have to, you have to you have to chase the game speed the game up you know um you know um you know dominate the game possession um play quick like that's the kind of thing that you want to do when you're one nil down when you're one one when it's one one and you know and the team has just equalized i think you need to Slow the game down, get some passes together, um silent, silent, silent silence the crowd, sorry, yeah, English not doing well. Um silence the crowd and we just we just don't know how to do that. We just know we only know one way and that's just playing on the front foot. Um, you know, pressing, um too vertical and those kind of things. So I think um one thing that was just so apparent during the whole game is that we didn't understand the state what state the game was in. It was 1-1. As soon as as soon as Chelsea scored, we shouldn't have just had a period of, had a period of time where we just put some passes together, played a few played a few um um combinations, silence the crowd, then go again. I, I remember watching it was like after Chelsea scored, I think after the 35th minute, 36th minute, I saw like McHallister trying to fire a ball into Salah to spring a counter-attack just after we lost the ball and our players weren't even in good positions, spacing was all over the place, and things like that is just what um, highlights this point, I think. When the game is at a tender position, we need to learn how to understand, slow it down, then go again, slow it down to speed up, I think that's the saying, you know. Um, and so yeah like even in in transitions for example um we were just so not compact like by by compact I, I mean our players weren't close enough together to defend as a unit um players were just too far from each other um and it was just a game of just transitions transitions transition and we fed into it we kept on concede a transition then have a transition we will concede one then go and have one then concede one then go and have one um so yeah too many transitions too, and we fed into it and that was because we were too we weren't compact we weren't together we weren't our players weren't together um and that just obviously is going to exacerbate that so that's a a a bullet point next bullet point is that um yeah sterling and reese james especially i think um gap cannot play as an eight for us in most games. Maybe against low opposition. But for me I don't want him there. I don't think he does well there. I think he's got the instincts of a midfielder and he does have the instincts of a defender. I mean of a, he has he, he he does not have the instincts of a midfielder. He's he's got the instincts of a striker. So <coughs> <coughs> although he can obviously play that role to a certain level, obviously he can play that role. He can play that role well. It you lose a bit, I think um we lacked I think um, Kloppiem said it as well. Um, when the defenders were on the ball, or even Gallagher sometimes, we shouldn't have stepped and tried to, especially especially in the in the second half, we shouldn't have stepped in and tried to pressure the, the, the ball carrier. We didn't do that. Um, I think it was so easy for, for Gakpo. I mean, for Diaz, I think it was, or Rich James, or Gallagher, or Enzo, to find... Sterling or Rhys James in between lines and then from there they had that dynamic 2v1 versus 2v1 slash tv2 with Robbo and Van Dyke running backwards and Sterling and Rhys James are running towards them so yeah they were able to find that situation quite a few times it was quite it was quite annoying um I think we shouldn't have been I think maybe at times our central press was a bit too passive um although you know it it was waiting to we, 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 we were waiting to spring our trap, but I think we should have maybe been a bit more um, intent and maybe um, pressed a bit more often, I think. Um, I, I think we didn't... I think we let them... I think maybe one thing is that we let them... We let their centre-backs have the ball under relatively not that much pressure. Obviously, Salah and, and Diaz did press... Cole and Yazi, but I think on the whole I think maybe we can have maybe been a bit more aggressive with our press I think that is something that I've also recognized in pre-season as well um next bullet point is actually yes so Sabozla actually was very very good at our possession I think wow like he he actually reminded me of Henderson of Henderson like he he tracks back he's got an engine um he's good he's a good ball carrier um and yeah i think i, I think yeah i think our possession, i was really really impressed i think um he can definitely 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 play in this in this liverpool side if you didn't think he could already um i think um he definitely feels that physicality engine um you know quota that you usually um usually connect with a clock midfield i think definitely I, 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 like i was shocked like i didn't think he was i didn't Associate him with an absolute workhorse, but he is a workhorse. He's a workhorse, I would say. And um, yeah, McAllister showing great range of passing to Fanshawe for that goal, especially, but especially he his range of passing was really, really good. But also as well, I just want to note is that McAllister. There were a few times where he was way too vertical. He tried to find passes in between the lines that, quite frankly, weren't there, or quite frankly, would have been hard for the ball carrier to receive in turn and I think as well that is a, another um, thing to point out when you look at it. because usually you would associate McAllister with someone who plays simple who doesn't who does not lose a ball but yesterday he lost a ball quite a few times and it's not a McAllister thing it's a team thing it's how we play our manager always wants us to go on the front foot to find plays between lines <clears throat> and so sometimes and to do it sometimes at all cost, you know. So I think, um, yeah, to see that Manchester was was literally firing vertical passes and losing them, you could see that that's a that's a sign that it's not a player problem. It's it's more so a coaching issue. Um, our over our excessive verticality. Um, <clears throat> and yeah, I think Jotto as well. I think. Jota was poor. I think in his in in, in his all round play, I think um he just didn't contribute enough, especially in those first forty five minutes when we were on top. I did not, I didn't know it was him on the ball. I think there was one occasion where he when we we won the ball back high up and then the ball broke to Jota and he played a pass to Diaz that was just a bit too wide and that just summed him up. I guess um I think personally for me, I think Jota should be moved on. I think he is um a top goal scorer um he gets shot he gets shots off in the box um and yeah he's a fox in the box but i think at, at the same time i think you know we have to get, um nunes who is for me a guaranteed who's a guaranteed goal machine in the future and i think gapo as well can play that position i think they're both they're both better for it in the now and in the long term as well so i think for me, Jota should definitely be uh, moved on at some point. Um, and he wasn't good enough. I think um he, I, I and I think I says on Twitter. I think if Nunes played, I think we would have scored more goals in those first five minutes. Um, I don't think Jota was able to impose himself on the center backs. Um, and when he dropped deep to get the ball, he oftentimes didn't make the right choice. Um, his technical Execution sometimes it does leave much to be desired. So yeah, yeah, it's a bit. <clears throat> that's my thing on on Jota. Um, and yeah, and one thing I noted was that um, yeah, our intent seemed to be to draw Chelsea in during build up before spring and a transition. So I think down on that right side we did build on that right side quite a bit, and at times we would switch the ball, or we would, or we or we would connect with Gapo he would maybe connect with Diaz through his ball carrying, or maybe I think there was one time when he flicked on to Diaz as well. So I think that was a common tactic, you know, we were we would overload one side to then isolate um Diaz and Gakpo with I think for a 2v2 on the other side. I think that was a, a decent um a decent little um observation. Um and yeah wasn't good enough um Chelsea for me dominated most of the game even in the first 45 minutes when I watched it back I do think that Chelsea played they played well we didn't we didn't absolutely dominate them um we played well we played maybe mostly better I think but it wasn't as well as I thought from watching the game live so that's saying something um so yeah that's yeah after 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 those first after those first five minutes, I don't think we found a way to really impose ourselves on the game. Um, <clears throat> I think again the issues were just simply forcing vertical passes too much, um, and then losing the ball straight away. Um, I would, and that was, and that's because sometimes as well in in our build up, especially when we build down on the right side, sometimes. Although in although in the first half we did this okay, when we would ball down the right side sometimes, the distance between Konate and between between Konate and the nearest player is too huge. I don't know if this is a if this is a, a tactical thing or whatever, but it's just too huge and Konate isn't the best person on the ball. So you need players around him. You need players to be around him to, you know, connect with and so he doesn't feel isolated and so he can have options on the ball and I don't think I don't know, I, I think, yeah, we didn't really utilise the right side in build-up the way we did in the in the first half, during the second half. Um, but yeah, that's just, I think that's like the name of the game, I think. First half, really, really good. First no, first 45 minutes, we were good. We were able to impose ourselves on the game at times, but I, thought, but I still feel like Chelsea went toe-to-toe with us at times as well. Um, second half was just... Ugh. Was okay. I think after Jones, Elliot, and Nunes came on, then the game changed. I think. I think. Elliott, I think Elliot especially was top class. I think. Um, he's definitely playing as if he's got a point to prove. I think he kept on. Whenever he would receive the ball in like a fifty-fifty situation, he would get that ball and he would turn and make that pass. And that was something that I feel like Subozli hasn't quite got the hang-off. I think our possession, I suppose like top class, but I think in possession, yeah, <clears throat> there's a lot to be... There's there, there's still some things to work on. Um, But yeah, Elliot, especially when he came on, he was just sensational. I think he received the ball in many tight, in the many iffy situations, and he was able to turn and make that right pass. I think Jones as well came on, and he wasn't... Jones, I think, I, I feel like he was a bit off he was a bit off the gas today, I think, or yesterday, I think he, he made, he made a difference, because I think his profile means that, you know, he wants to make those short passes, he wants to combine with, with his teammates, um, and he likes those sideways horizontal passes, horizontal passes, so I think that helped us to stabilize and to keep possession a bit more, but I do think, yeah, he did, he, like, he wasn't, he was a bit off the gas with his fitness. I think. I think he needs to get up to fitness. Um, Nunes as well. Um, so he was really, really good. I think he had he had that that chance, two chances. I think, if I'm not mistaken, um, the pass from McAllister just wasn't good enough from McAllister, and the shot from Nunes almost. If only that was If only. If only that went in. Um, but yeah, El Change game. I think he was really, really good. I think um, there's a a shout from the start of the game because you know, yeah, who's to say that you can't start the next game, um, but yeah, again, I've written here, lack of game state understanding, I think, even, even, even our best ball retainers, so McAllister, I would say, he's probably our best ball retainer in that midfield, he even fed into that issue, and, 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 and he kept on losing the ball, so, that says something, you know, that says something, so, um, about our style of play, um, and, yeah, I already I spoke about this with Gakbo. Gakbo, I don't think he should be playing eight. Um, he's, I think he's way too direct for that position. I think whenever he receives in that position, he wants to carry or connect with someone in a in an uh, attacking way. I think for that left sided eight, I think sometimes you need a passer, someone who just wants to pass and connect within. Because, obviously, that space is basically like the the left half space right so you want to be able to have someone who, who can receive the ball and also retain it not just be able to receive the ball and turn, because the success rate of that is not going to be high so you need someone who's going to give you a bit of the two and obviously Gakpo isn't that high. for me he's a top 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 class nine he isn't an eight for me obviously he can play that position but I think yesterday we were bad for it um um, and yeah, so I'm now I've gone through like, that's like my live match notes. Um, and now I'm going to go through the rewatch. So I might, you know, go for, I might overlap on a few things, but yeah, bear with me. I'll try not to do that. Um, but yeah, I didn't mention this before. Our counter pressing was really good. I do think that there were times during the game where we were under pressure and we were forcing and we were, you know, feeding into the, um... The transitions issue, you know, we were kept on consistent transitions, and then, we were on, and then we would go on the transition. But I do think there were times where, in the game, where we come to press really, really well. I think I could see that, you know, the players definitely, I think, pre-season ran a lot. Because there were times in the game where we, we were under pressure, and then we will go for maybe a two-minute, one-minute spell where we, we would um, chase the ball, press the ball, and we would win it back keep it a bit, then lose it, but then, you know, yeah. I just want to mention that because there were times where we counterpress really good. And at times they always seem to be not always, because but to for the counterpress for a for a counterpress to work, you need at least two players near the ball, when a ball's lost, for example. And I think there were times where we really um fed into that. I think, you know, I think we I think we um tried to implement that I think we tried to make sure that there was a player around there was two players around the ball when they when they would lose the ball so I think that was a really good one. Um um and yeah I think as well um just look at my notes sorry um as well actually as well I just want to mention Gallagher because I think Gallagher was really good. I think Gallagher Um, was really good at although Jota was good at maintaining his cover shot I think Gallagher was really good at manipulating that I think he was able to drag Jota where he wanted and and give space to to Chelsea over to play those passes into Sterling and James James um but yeah so that's about it I'm not gonna because I'm just reading through my notes and they're a bit and they some of them some of them cross over um but yeah, that's was what I'm gonna do for today. That was a match preview of the Liverpool vs Chelsea game. Um, this one was a bit messy, or definitely messy. Um, I hope that you know you guys enjoyed this episode. Um, and yeah, I'll see you guys in the next episode. Um, and yeah, take care.